I recently switched out my winter wardrobe with my summer clothes. Do you do this too? Each time I have the opportunity to take stock of what I have, what I use, what I need to donate, and what gaps I'd like to fill. One of the funnest ways I've loved to fill those gaps is through Armoire, a clothing rental membership that can help you build the perfect summer wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your online closet. The styles show up to your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles that help fill those wardrobe gaps without the major investment or commitment. For my first case from Armoire, I chose mostly summer dresses from Bowdoin, a brand I can't typically afford, and the chicest double-breasted black blazer from Paige that has honestly surprised me in its versatility. I have loved having more options in my summer wardrobe without the pressure of keeping them forever, and I've already been building out my online closet with Armoire, so I know what I want for my next case. For you expecting mamas, those working or style obsessed who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to About Progress. I am your host, Monica Packer, and I am here to teach you how to take back your life and dare to progress towards bettering yourself, honing your gifts, and using them for good in the world. Listen in to be inspired by others who are walking the same path of self-improvement paired with self-love and to be a part of a community that knows life is about progress, not perfection. You probably will not be surprised to hear that I tend to err on the serious side of life. I know, big surprise, right? Uh, But truly, this is not my favorite trait about myself and it's something I've been truly working on especially within the cultural dynamics of my little family. We have been working on trying to add a little bit more silliness, some more fun, a little bit more levity and creativity and I'm not lying when I tell you that this was almost a hundred percent inspired by the couple I'm going to share my interview with today. Sean and Nicole Johnson are on the show. You might be familiar with them from their Instagram, uh, their Instagram profile called The Johnson Files. They share videos, lip syncs, uh, just humorous posts about life and things we all know that are done in such a way that makes you laugh hysterically. I have cried laughing over many of these videos. But seeing how they engage with each other and with other people, how they choose to find the silliness and joy and happiness in their lives has inspired so much of that in my own. Now recently the Johnsons were really bold and and kind to share the struggles they've been through of infertility over their six year marriage. And today we're going to chat about how choosing to find the humor in their trials has been for them. Now, it's not an easy choice. It's something that they have had to work on. And part of that has entailed learning how to truly feel the hard emotions they are going through and sharing them together and with others. The Johnsons go into this as well as sharing how they hope people learn from them to choose the joy, to choose the openness, and to also know that you can't compare yourself to other people on Instagram, that we're all experiencing life and it can be hard, but that you can be like them too and step into the place that you have now and be grateful for what's in front of you and laugh some more along the way. 
let's turn to our time together. I want to welcome to the show Sean and Nicole Johnson. Hello, you guys. Hey. hey. Hey, how's it going? It's going great. I feel so excited to have you guys on because you don't know how many hours of laughter you've provided for me and my family. And, <laughs> and these are like tears rolling down the cheeks laughter. So welcome. How about you start by introducing who you are a little bit? All right. Um, well, I'm Sean Johnson, and this is my wife, Nicole Johnson. Hi. <laughs> and we are, uh, we live in Florida, Fort Myers, Florida. And we lived in Utah, that's where we met, and then we moved out here about five years ago. And we started an Instagram account that is a comedy channel of sorts. Uh, and what else do you want to know? What do you do? What's what do I job? do? For, oh, yeah, yeah, my real job. Everyone always wants to I only want to talk yes. about the comedy, but my real <laughs> job is uh, I sell veterinary pharmaceuticals. Oh, excited. I'm sure you're so good at that. And, and what about you, Nicole? I'm a photographer, a piano teacher. Oh my gosh, that's so. awesome! See, I didn't know that about you. Mm-hmm. This is this is what's great. We're gonna we're gonna get to know you two a little bit better. Your like I said, your account has given us so much laughter, but you've also inspired a lot of fun in our family. I tend to be a little bit more prone to seriousness than fun, and just seeing how you two are together and with your extended families and the culture you've created of enjoying each other and finding the humor in things, I'm not kidding, truly has changed how we're trying to create the culture within our own families. So I wanted to know for you two, was this how it was for you growing up? Maybe we'll start with Sean and then Nicole. Sure. Yeah, well, that's awesome to hear. Um, I think it's hard to know whether your house is different from other houses, you know, because you didn't (laughs) really grow up in them. But for us, making funny videos of us, you know, lip syncing or dancing, me and I have three younger brothers and goofing around and making videos was kind of a norm. We loved Michael Jackson, so we would constantly imitate Michael Jackson and make videos to his songs. Mm -hmm. So that was... A common thing but I wouldn't say I grew up in some crazy you know circus house where it was unusually uh, fun all the time I mean it's a normal family but I think my parents did uh, encourage us to to express ourselves that way and laugh and make funny videos and so yeah at a young age that's really cool what about you Nicole uh same thing I I don't think we were overly silly, but yeah, we were definitely um, laughing. My sister mostly, my sister and I, we shared a room most of our life, so we would do makeup dances or lip syncs as well, but but nothing too overly crazy. Now, do you both have some performing background within uh, your personal lives and with your families? Go ahead. Um, not like acting or anything like Sean, but I, as far as performing, I'm really into piano. So growing up, we did piano performances and competitions, but, um, yeah, my family definitely is. Um, my parents met in a singing dancing group when they were in high school and we, we all, yeah, (laughs) there's fun, fun pictures of them. Um, but we we all do that stuff, you know. We none of us have ever played on any sort of high school football or basketball team of any kind. No sporting <laughs> teams at all. Uh, and you can tell that because I said the word sporting teams, which I'm pretty sure is not a, a term <laughs> you would say. Um, sporting. So yeah, it was it was all theater, <laughs> choir, and then when I got into college, uh, comedy, improv. So. Oh, okay. So that started a little bit later in life for you. You know, I think a lot of people can see the videos you make or the posts and they might assume that Nicole is a little bit more serious than maybe you really are, Nicole. (laughs) What's it really like? Because I I wrote to you guys, I personally think Nicole steals the show. (laughs) So so tell us a little bit about that dynamic. Um, Yeah, that that makes me laugh to hear because, yeah, I do think I agree. People probably do think that because we, we were talking about this earlier. He he does this shock value uh, humor that so I he gets a reaction. Well, that's out of what me. I've had to yeah. resort to because anybody <laughs> right. knows the longer you've tried to make your wife laugh, the more you have to start going bigger and bigger, or oh, and eventually goodness. it's just try and shock a reaction out of them, right? Because yeah. Nicole's seen so many comedy shows 
and stuff with me up there that it, it's the bar is high. Oh, is I funny, get that. So. My I did. I, like I, that. So I say to him, I'm your biggest fan, but your harshest critic, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what so you that's, kind of need. That's why when people, you know, they're seeing the car lip syncs or other videos we make that she's reacting in them and they're like, how is she keeping a straight face or how is she just like rolling her eyes? You know, she's seen it for a while, you know, so it's not it's not a new thing. Yeah, But I think people that know us personally and or people that don't know us personally would be surprised to uh, find out that Sean is actually more on the introvert side compared mm-hmm. to myself in some ways, yeah, yeah in some ways i'm pretty sarcastic and, and the extrovert so um yeah it's interesting the, the sides opposites attract there right and i i think that you can see that in a lot of creative types are actually introverts who you would not expect but i love nicole that you out of the two of you is, is more extroverted yeah i think yeah, it, it is true and it's also especially true in of a lot of comedians i've found mm-hmm. you know and you'll hear about some famous ones like jim carrey and stuff that are actually very introverted so it's not shyness you know a lot of people obviously think introvert mm-hmm. introverted means shy but it's like where you draw your energy from i think is the definition of that either extroverted or introverted and so i'm definitely more introverted when we meet people and they know us from instagram only I think they are surprised that their conversation is like a lot with Nicole and it's not like I'm sitting there creepily staring at them in the corner. (laughs) Like I'm there, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not as talkative that way. And so she, yeah, you're not going to burst out (laughs) into some funny lips. Yeah. And I'm not lip syncing and that always shocks them too. They're like, I thought he was going to do something funny and he's not, (laughs) he's just being a normal guy eating his food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I imagine that can be a letdown for some people, but I personally <laughs> think that is really awesome because, I mean, this is who we are. We have different sides and different ways to express ourselves. And I kind of wanted to know how humor as an expression has played in your personal life, both of you, but also how it's become an important part of your marriage. But but first, actually, let's start with how long have you two been married? Six years, just over six years. Yeah. And where did you guys... Fast. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> where where did you meet, Nicole? Where did you meet me? Oh, I thought you said, where did you meet, Nicole? Oh, sorry. Oh, I <laughs> did. It was, where did you meet, comma, Nicole? Oh, <laughs> comma. Um, we were EFY counselors. Okay. A, a youth church camp. Yep. All right. Counselors at a church camp. Okay, but you got to get more specific than that for me. Like, what was this? Was this like he was up doing one of the kind of like assembly show things? Or did you see each other across the dance room while chaperoning oh. all the teenagers? Like, what was that first connection? Actually, I knew of him, but we I guess we didn't really know. Yeah, there's a lot of counselors, you yeah. know, we're, especially at uh, BYU and Provo. That's kind of the hub of where there's big, big sessions for the camps uh, and with a lot of counselors. So... We knew of each other, just like you know of a lot of people. But then one year, we were put on the same team to work together for the summer. And so through that summer, obviously during the week, it was all work and and keeping track of the kids that were there. But then anyone who's worked EFY knows that Monday through Thursday, you're looking for your date for the weekend, (laughs) basically, is what you're trying to figure out. So we started dating on the weekends and stuff over the summer. You've confirmed all my teenage hopes when I was <laughs> in EFY and just seeing my counselors and like hoping there was some magic going on. So I'm glad to hear that yeah, that can be the case. It's rarely the ones that the kids are trying to match make, but I'm sure. it, you know, it is happening. It does happen. <laughs> okay. So I love that you guys turned um, from a cow crush of the week to a lifelong eternal companion here. Did you guys use that term when you were there? Was that just like 20 years ago? Okay. No, that one has stuck around. (laughs) Good. All right. So let's talk about that original question I posed to you guys about humor and how that has been an important part of who you are and within your marriage. And how about we start with you, Sean? Yeah. um, Well, I think that probably the interesting dynamic with Nicole and I and our marriage is that I've kind of comedy is kind of just a part of my the way I think about things you know if something's making me sad or if something uh, is you know a tragedy one of my ways to deal with it is through humor and sometimes to a fault you know it's like you shouldn't be joking about this it's actually really serious Mm. um 
but looking for humor in situations that are difficult or unpleasant is just kind of a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for Nicole, I she'll speak for herself, but I think that I have kind of pulled her into that a little bit. Um, but I don't know. What would you say? Yeah, I so just as a person, I get really stressed out and overwhelmed a lot. And I think that has helped me humor has helped me kind of go with the flow more um and just kind of be less stressed um and i'm trying to think what i th- i think also that humor like bonds people as well mm-hmm. um when you share a laughter with someone i think it's some scientific fact actually that you just feel feel closer um to them and so i i've definitely can sense that in our marriage as well um, actually, yeah, in my college class, I learned this in my college class. Let's see if I remember. It's there's a chemical in your brain. <laughs> Serotonin, maybe. Yeah, I think it's like. Um, and we may have to there's check a, our facts here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oxytocin, I think. But it's oh. it's a, a chemical that is also referred to as a bonding chemical, and oh, so when it's yeah. released, you feel nerd alert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So you feel bonded to the person you're sharing a laughter with. But um, yeah, I love that. I actually did have a happiness expert on the show. I've actually had two. And I believe one of them talked about that. It is a bonding um, hormone. I'm going to have to put I'll put both of those shows in the show notes for people who want to like know the science behind it, because they did a really good job of explaining it. And I had to listen a few times to understand. Um, (laughs) nonetheless, not try to explain. So, okay. So you talked about how this can be almost to a fall. I mean, a lot of us, our strengths are also our weaknesses. I think they go hand in hand, but the two of you though, have been more open recently about your struggles with infertility. And I imagine that the humor has been something that has helped that, although it doesn't lessen how difficult that really is for people. I have talked to quite a lot of people on the show who have struggled with this, but not a husband wife team on the show at the same time. So how has this affected you individually different? And then we'll go into how you've dealt with it in a way that has helped you um, turn to each other rather than turn away. So, Nicole, how how did this uh, affect you individually versus Sean? Um, you're talking about inf- the infertility yeah. as, as a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I've felt differently as the years go by. You know, at first it is it's hard. Hard. There's more of like a shame linked with it, which we'll talk a little bit more later that mm-hmm. now now we don't think that. But um, no, it's definitely hard. It's been I think it's just harder for. Well, I shouldn't say that. But for us, it's harder for the woman. I think mm-hmm. I don't know why I think that I think just maybe just because they're the they would be the mom. Um, but no, I think going through something like that, though, has bonded us together mm-hmm. but it, it definitely took it takes time right like you you kind of go through things differently and feel things differently and then hopefully at the end kind of come together and and you know figure stuff out the way you two want to what do you think? yeah I think you just have I mean if, first you're just trying to figure out like what why is this not working and then you're getting your tests done and everything and you have to kind of reach this point of acceptance of what the issue is and that's mm-hmm. different for a lot of people and to varying levels of severity um, but I think that for for infertility specifically we just had a lot of followers that uh, on Instagram that would uh, comment about it people that didn't even know we were going through it right before but, we had posted yeah before yeah. we had posted that we were going right. through that that mm-hmm. said like we're going through this and your videos really help us you know get through the hard days and stuff and and not just infertility but people going through chemotherapy and other things like that so that's when our Instagram channel really started shifting to where we're like wait a second this isn't just like goof off videos like people really are sending some heartfelt messages about these simple videos mm-hmm. you know um and so that that's when we were like, let's just share that we're going through this. Um, it'll be very different from our other posts, but I think it would be good to share that uh, there was a hashtag going around at the time called flip the script. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And it's uh, it just kind of this initiative movement to, to open up the topic so that people going through this don't feel like they can't like mention it or say anything. Yeah, and not suffer in silence. Yeah, it was suffering in silence, yeah. which to, to me, I just didn't understand. Mm. Maybe Nicole felt that a little more, but I just don't understand why there's shame attached to it because mm-hmm. it's not like something anybody chose, you know? Yeah. Um, so why, why would you have to feel shame about it? But I guess maybe that is where the, the woman feels it more. I can't speak for all men there, but possibly. Well, yeah, Nicole, how about you expand on that, that thing you brought up about shame being something that you dealt with and, and how you flipped the script in your own mind and being, and maybe being open it about it was helpful, but perhaps there were some other ways that it helped you move along there. Yeah, I think it's still a process for me. Mm-hmm. You know, every day is different. But yeah, at the beginning, it was, I almost didn't like um, going through each anniversary because it tacked on another year that we would say, you know, three years, four years. And then it was almost like more questions would come because you're supposed to have kids by this, uh, you know, year that you've been married. Um, yeah. And. Yeah, there and there were comments. Not not uh, they didn't know that they were being hurtful, of course. But mm-hmm. it's just interesting the the comments that were said and and um, even just simple ones like asking about you know when you're having kids. It it was just every question. It was like so much more shame that was attached to it for me that I had to say. I mean, I don't even know what I said. I probably avoided the question. I think you just, yeah, we just, initially it was like, I can't believe this person said that. Yeah. But then we realized like people are not trying to obviously be offensive. Yeah. Like I was just talking to somebody last week that I don't know super well, but I know well enough. And they're like, no kids yet? You guys are missing out, um, you know? And so those are the comments that I think, you know, other people going through this can probably relate to that of where you're going, yep. We are, you know, it's like, what do you say, really? We know it better than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the, or when I, when we say now six years we've been married and and the face changes, you know, a a pity look or so, so that stuff builds up and there, and it's just hard not to feel a little bit of, you know, shame and sadness, but, but, uh, now it's, it's getting better. I don't know if it's just the longer you deal with it, it gets better. I don't know. Or maybe yeah. you just get more used to it. I, I don't, I'm not sure. What do you think? I, I think it's like anything, you know, you just reach an acceptance of this is something you're going through and you can't think about it all the time. That That's my thing with, mm-hmm. you know, using mm-hmm. humor, kind of tying that back in is like you have to laugh, you have to have fun and Sure, you got to process the trial you're going through. You have to think about what am I going through? What's the next step? What is happening to me? And deal with that. But then you do, I think you reach a point where it's like, okay, now there's nothing really left to think about. I'm just sitting in it and just rehashing it over and over mm-hmm. in my brain. And what good is that really doing me, right? I'm not I'm not progressing in my mind like towards any sort of solution because, for example, with fertility, there's another test you have to take in three months, and then there's results you got to wait for. So in the interim, what are you doing? Are you just being miserable, waiting for answers, and you know, or you know what I mean? Just yeah. you, you kind of have to let yourself not think about that all the time. So what do you what do you two do in order to move forward and progress in your own uh, your own progress as an individual and as a couple each day? It's a good question. I think we, like Sean just touched on, we let ourselves feel it. I mm-hmm. maybe feel it more than Sean. Kind of talk it out, process it, and then, you know, move on. And whether move on means, you know, do something fun or, or yeah. like... And make a funny make, video. Make a video. Yeah, just or, distract you know, yourself, yeah. you know. I, I always laughed on my mission. I thought it was funny that the verb for to have fun is divertir, mm-hmm. which means to divert which yeah. is really, I always thought like, that's interesting. It's it, you're diverting your attention from other things that maybe are stressful. That's just how I interpreted it. I don't know if a Spanish professor would say <laughs> you're wrong. That's not the origin, but it's, it's the, it's derived from the word divert. Oh, I um, love it's that It's one connection. of the definitions of that word. Yeah. I just thought it was an interest. When I learned the word, I'm like, that's a weird word for have fun, divert. And, and actually ha- 
a what does it say a diversion is a fun thing like oh you're doing a diversion um diversion um but anyway i i think that's what it is for me is just like nicole said you acknowledge it okay is there anything else we're supposed to do right now to fix it or to progress towards fixing it no there's not it's a waiting period okay then now we're going to let it go until we have to revisit it again and it's a decision to let it be and not let it just cloud the weeks ahead yeah another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Well, with, with things like this, um, whether they're health struggles or fertility or other, other finances, like there's so many things a married couple can face that can divide them or unite them. And I like to hear how you guys have chosen to be open about what you're feeling and to process those emotions, but then unite in a way to uh, divert your attention from that. And it seems like this uh, Instagram channel uh, that you've set up is, is one of those ways that you unite. Is there any other thing that you guys do that kind of unites you and gives you some fun or um, even some challenge that gets your mind off of things and more towards each other. I think we we really strive to not cut ourselves off from people. Um, okay. Yeah. That's not something we've really talked about, honestly, but I'm just thinking as you ask that. We do the videos, we do that stuff together, but also, you know, we really strive to be a part of the lives of our friends and their kids. Um, we don't live by our nieces and nephews, but... Um, you know, staying in touch with them and not not letting ourselves be a loner pity party about anything, mm-hmm. you know, but just, if anything, be more involved in other people's lives since our home life currently is not that hectic. We don't have, you know, two, three kids running around, so we have that time to give. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And that that's a choice, too. You know, mm-hmm. you, can, you can just kind of sit at home and be like, look how empty our house is, or you can... Yeah put help yourself out there and help other people watch their kids and that we've done a lot of that even though it's like I'm not a babysitter I'm 34 years <laughs> old <fun>. but <laughs> but I enjoy it I like I love kids in the least creepy way you can say that and uh yeah and so we do you know we try and be involved in the lives of others until we grow our own family in that way and we also That's are incredible two we also are two big kids that have Disney World passes, so we also go there. Yeah, Disney World helps as well. We go <laughs> there pretty regularly. Yeah, I can't live in Florida without having that, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Let's take a little break here. If you've had a chance to listen to some of the latest episodes, you know that I have launched my latest mastermind coaching program called the Progress Program. I am your progress coach and I will be leading you to ditch perfectionism, to step into your gifts and to move towards real progress in your life. I love teaching and working with groups. This is where I thrive. So for those of you who have been interested in coaching and need help overcoming some big hurdles in your life that are getting in your way of really growing, join me and join the women who are going to participate. Each group will have five to 10 women who are ready to dive deep, to share with each other and learn from each other. We will be meeting once a week. We will be chatting on our private Facebook groups. We will have uh, our own private workbooks as well as other incentives. I know this is going to change lives and I'm committed to making that happen. If you want to know more information, you can check that out through the link on my show notes, which you can find on my website aboutprogress.com. I am now accepting applications to the program. Spots will be very limited. 
so you can apply on that link as well and make sure you contact me with any questions you have about it in the meantime. Again, the spots are super limited and you can apply through the link on my show notes at aboutprogress.com. Let's get back now to my chat with Nicole and Sean. So what do you hope others learn from how you have united, how you have helped others through your trials um, and found the, the joy and the silliness within them? Well, one thing, you know, if you're in the thick of a really hard trial, I am fully aware and understand that it might be really hard to just say, I'm going to make the decision to find humor and be happy because you're just in a sad place and it's hard to pull that from within yourself. And maybe it isn't even your natural inclination to look for the humor in things. Um, That is just how you are as a comedian. I think anybody who does comedy, like you walk around looking for what's funny about things. So that's kind of a habit you build. But if you don't yourself, then that is why we have enjoyed making these videos because for people that maybe can't find that today for whatever reason you can get it from someone else Um, and maybe it's from video maybe it's from a family member but you can draw that from other people just like they might draw it from you when they're at their low and that that goes back to surrounding yourself with people that lift you up and make you laugh and obviously following people as well now that we live in a social media world Mm -hmm. I think Also, we kind of talked about what we also wanted to say was that we are not, you know, singing and dancing all day every day and that Mm -hmm. the important part is that you do feel it. And I hope people people know that and allow themselves to feel that. And I think that if you do feel the sooner you feel it, the sooner that uh, that you can, you know, move on and, and find the joy that will take you through the trial with who you're going through that with along those lines because we got we get messages like this but one message in particular that we got on instagram was like oh my gosh you two you're like made for each other and i i bet even when you fight it's like this cute funny thing and like you end up just laughing which is nice and i understand like why they might think that from the instagram but i really one thing i wanted to say when we were going to come on your podcast was just to make sure people aren't doing that classic Instagram comparison thing that we do, assuming that life is just a comedy show with the Johnsons, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just a nonstop laugh. Cause obviously we've talked about our trials today, but you know, we fight, we have our good days and bad days, normal couple stuff. And some, uh, we get a lot of messages of people like, Oh, you're so lucky. I, I wish we had what you guys have. And just realize the videos are, for fun and levity in those moments, but it's not real life. You know, that's not how it is 24 seven. Yeah. And I, and I loved your podcast with, um, Brooke White that talked about that too, but yeah, so you, you've had your whole podcast on it, but yeah, we just wanted to, to have that as a side note, like don't, don't compare, but yeah, like, but yeah life's we, not always a party. It's we get we real, but you can choose life. to make it one. But yeah, yeah, there's days when it's not. It doesn't discount the message, but you know, I think it's important. I'm so glad you've made that connection. So, so much from what I heard you guys say is there's this element of choice you need to choose and you need to build a habit of looking for the good or the funny as well as you know, uh, choosing to feel the emotions instead of just trying to flee or totally distract from them and the other thing is opening up how you have opening up to each other and to others allowing people in your lives and allowing yourself to be a part of theirs even if it looks differently than yours or even reminds you of the pain you're experiencing it, it's so empowering I've, I've seen this in a lot of other guests who are facing things like terminal illness when they share what they're going through, they somehow gain some strength to go through it and and face it better. And I wonder if that's been the same for you guys. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think being open about it is, is important because otherwise you do feel that loneliness. And Mm -hmm. as soon as people know, it's not like, I think it's different than, you know, just asking for pity or attention for what you're going through. It's just, 
being open to where, oh, you find out there's a lot of people that want to support each other. And I think you've found that with some of your guests um, and even your own community, I'm sure of this podcast is people that are like, I want to be open with what I'm going through. And kind of like we were saying before, find other people that I can draw that joy from on the days where I just can't find it in myself, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's the best messages we get on Instagram is people that you can tell by their message. They're going through something that they're just not finding the joy. Even if they choose to find it, it's not within themselves that day. So they came to one of our videos and that's just hugely flattering and so touching that the, that what started as kind of just a goofy, oh, let's make an account we can post funny videos on kind of turned into that. It was really cool to see. Wow. Did you have anything to add to that, Nicole? Um, yeah, just going back to the beginning part of your question, it was, it was super scary. I just mm-hmm. wanted to touch on to, um, you know, be open with that. We are close friends and family, obviously. No, but I remember talking to a friend, like, I think we're going to do this. It was during, um, national infertility weakness week. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was, we went back and forth. I remember we were, we posted it in like our bedroom and we're like, should we do this? Okay, let's do it. And just instantly the, the support of friends and also just people that we knew, but didn't know, um, that they were also going through something similar. So instead of like what I thought would be a big pity party, sorry, I'm getting emotional. Um, get the microphone wet. I, whatever. <laughs> um, became this huge, like, you know, post of support and ev- ev- to everybody. We were commenting back to people, you know, support in support of them. And it was, it was a cool experience for sure. Wow. Sorry, that got me choked up too. Um, Wow, it's just such a, a more empowering place to live. And by no means do, do I think that means someone needs to get on Facebook and air all their dirty laundry Definitely or share not. the minutia of the bad. But it, this comes from a different place. It's about trying to connect with others rather than, you know, seeking pity, like you're saying. People know that difference. And I think if we're open in ways that we're trying to seek and connect and help, that's what makes it so you can seek, connect and help. Of course. And I, and I think people know when it's time, like I, mm-hmm. for years I would follow those communities and, and see the support that people were giving to each other, but I was just a viewer. I never, I never put my hat in the ring. So I think, I think people know the time of when to open up about it. All right. That's good to note too. All right. Well, let's shift some gears here a little bit. I, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes here. Uh, I'm sure a lot of these videos, well, probably 99% of them take infinitely more time than people could ever imagine. Um, do you guys know which is the one that took the most time for you to do? Um, that's probably the Moana video. We have a, a video, um, of me dressed, I guess, like Moana, not really like Moana, but it's supposed to be Moana. And, uh, but it was during Hurricane Irma, and mm-hmm. so the neighborhoods all flooded, and it was just hard to get around and even yeah, make the video. In. And yeah, <laughs> walking through it, and we were filming next to our dumpsters at one point, um, and they're flooded up halfway. And I was just thinking about like how disgusting this water has to be, and so <laughs> it was just running around through this water, like hurry up, we gotta finish this. Like I, I want to get out of this water, you know. And so you don't see that side of it for sure, but. Yeah. Um, it took a while just because of the conditions of it, for sure. Oh, that's actually one of my favorite videos. Nicole, is there another one you can think of that took a lot of time? Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe the Mother's Day one? The Mother's, we posted one on Mother's Day of Sean just giving, you know, cliche mother stuff. And that took a while to come up with, I mean, a lot of them came to us just from, um, thinking of our own moms. Yeah, thinking of our own moms, but... (laughs) Yeah, yes. that took a while to film. Had to go to DI and get those outfits. Yeah. People were like, are these Nicole's clothes? No. They're not my clothes. <laughs> um, so that, that probably if. took a little bit long. I know, seriously. <laughs> um, yeah, probably that one. Okay, and I've been curious, too, if there's a one behind-the-scenes story that people would be either surprised by or entertained by. Let's see. Behind-the-scenes. Most recently, so we did a school pickup one um, where Sean is 
you know, acting like a mom, a really mad mom in school pickup line. <laughs> and um, when, there's a part where he comes out of the van and yells, hey, hey, like he's yelling at another like, mom. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> and we were at my church parking lot and there was some families uh, in the parking lot waiting to meet uh, for something. I don't know what they're meeting for. And they were so like concerned for my safety because I was outside and they kind of like looked at me. One man even started walking towards me. I had to wave him off like, he's okay. He's, we're just making a video because his haze <laughs> sounded so They were mean. really angry. Yeah. Oh no. I'm glad you didn't get into an accidental fist fight, but maybe your wig would have given it away by the time he got closer yeah. to the yeah, car. Exactly. Hopefully. Exactly. Okay, and no. one last question. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Sean. I was going to say another one. Uh, we did an airport one recently. All the like <laughs> yeah. weird people you run into in the airport or typical people you see in an airport. And yeah. I needed somebody. I wanted to sleep underneath somebody's chair um, that they were sitting in. And so I was trying to pick the right person. You're you kind of like, pick the happy people. Yeah, you're like, yeah. who's smiling? Who looks like they could be approached? You know, and I could ask them to do this. And there was a group of three women there. They were laughing together, and I went up, and instantly when I started talking about it, they just got really awkward and were like, oh, no. we, we do not want to be in that. And I was like, oh, it's okay. You know, I was just – thought I would ask, you know. And so we oh, went dang. away, and I was like, I did not think they were going to say no. I don't know who to ask if they said no. And then we got a message on our Instagram from one of our followers, and they said – hey, was that you just asking these people in the airport to film your video? Because I'm sitting over here. You can do it under my chair if you want. No way. Yeah, and I was like, awesome. That's perfect. And so we did it He's with like, one come, of our followers. Come to Terminal C. Yeah, I was like, come over to Terminal yeah. whatever. And, and he came over and he... And he did it for us, so that was funny. That makes me so happy because I'm the type of person that I would have been wounded for life to have that rejection from those ladies <laughs> I never met. Um, so I'm glad he saved the day. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was perfect. So another question I had on that is, was there one that you didn't think people would just go ballistic over and they did? They mm. wouldn't go... Um... Oh, I know. One that you would, yeah. Go ahead, Nicole. Yeah, that they they did freak out over yeah. the um. So it's just a random lip sync, and he's singing a song by Megan Trainer. Oh yeah, we do a lot of lip syncs, and that one was just gonna be another lip sync of many. Sink and drive. We always do the hashtag sink and drive. Okay, yeah. And <laughs> that's and, like uh, our fourth, that, like yeah. fourth viral video. It's insane. It was like so. None of our lip syncs really go crazy popular but that one yeah people like them but was. that one still gets mentioned to me people will be like whenever i hear megan trainer and i'm like really that one just gets people i guess they yeah, just I like the actions in it or something oh wow okay I, that is maybe the one i haven't seen so yeah. i'm gonna have yeah, to dig into so your... yeah, yeah i have you to dig find into it i'm in a white shirt and tie in it so it, oh, the, okay. thumb, the thumbnail stands out a little bit we're in the car and it's a white shirt and tie so you okay. can find it i'll look for that easily. Okay, so before we end here, I thought it'd be fun to do a rapid fire round. I've not done this with anyone before. Kind of like okay. the oh. kind of like the newlywed game. Um, I'm gonna ask a series of questions and I want you guys to answer it quickly. How about we have Nicole share her answer first and then Sean? Um, yep. since you guys well, there's no way for it to be a surprise for you know, you can't write it down on a card or something and see sure. how well you know each other, but this should still be interesting. So Let's let's go through this quick. The first one is, what is your favorite characteristic about the other, Nicole? Hmm. Shoot. Um, Shoot. Well, She's so like, I don't know. You mean too many uh, to choose from? Oh, it must be. It must be that. Um. I don't know. Maybe we'll go deep here. I just love he just how, how he's like a leader and he talks really well as you can tell on this podcast i mumble and he just he has a way with words i don't know maybe that would be mine oh wow that. i've never heard that one before um mine is probably nicole's ability to just empathize and care for other people mm. like when when we were efy counselors i always remember this time we weren't dating or anything yet but there was this kid at the dance you know, 15, 16 years old, and he was by himself. And he just clearly didn't have anyone to dance with and felt really out of place. Yeah. And I look at 
the individual like that and I'm like I can talk to the group like no problem I can get up on stage and like entertain the the big group of kids but the individuals I'm like how do I connect with that kid um but Nicole started talking to him he started laughing and then I looked back later and they were out on the dance floor and he was dancing and I was like wow that is a gift to be able to pull that out of somebody you guys, I'm like getting <laughs> more choked up over here. <laughs> Not even kidding. Um, okay, this one is all in good fun. I put in parentheses next to the questions so just so people don't think I'm trying to cause some a rift here. But what drives you nuts about each other, Nicole? Um, so sometimes I will go to bed. Uh, before him and so he will take his toothbrush and toothpaste and um, grab it when I'm asleep and go into the other bathroom which is nice but he does not return the toothpaste and heaven (laughs) forbid I have to walk 20 steps the next night and get the toothpaste out of the guest bathroom I hate it so bad we all know those are the little things right (laughs) we just need to buy another tube I know why can't we just yeah we know what you're right my husband and I have our own tubes of toothpaste now that you point that out Oh, and, that's and we only have one bathroom. So what about you, Sean? Uh, um, see, same thing. I have so many to pick from. I'm, oh. trying, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole bites her nails and I just look at it when she's doing it. And I go, that is like the stereotypical bad habit that it people is. have. Like it's to me, it's like so obvious that you shouldn't do it at this point. It's like smoking. Like, don't we know enough? Like, stop, <laughs> stop smoking. Stop biting your nails. These are cliches. It like, is. let's get past. I it. will say, when I see people <laughs> bite their nails, I'm like, is that what I look like? But I just can't stop. Yeah, um, fellow na- nail biter here, so <laughs> I, I get it. Oh, it's hard to stop. Okay, um, I know you guys are both ice cream obsessed, or is this primarily Nicole? Uh, yeah, well, she's the purchaser. I yeah. mean, not, I'm partaking for sure. Oh, but... okay. Well, I want to hear what your favorite flavor is, if you had to just have one. Mint chocolate chip. Okay. Yeah. Mint chocolate chip. That is true of her. She. We always, I think all of our ice cream inventory videos, she's had mint chocolate okay. chip. Um, That's a good flavor. My favorite flavor, I honestly, for some reason, I always end up choosing like the fruity flavors. Um, I always love like a black raspberry type uh, ice cream, something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like that. Sorry. I'm an ice cream lover too. So it's kind of like, how do you get to know people? You got to find out their favorite flavor. Mm -hmm. Mm, It's true. And to end, I would love if you can tell us your favorite story about the other person. And it can be funny or not, um, but I'd just love to hear your favorite story. All right. Favorite story. Um, so one time I came back home from being out of town and actually one of, this is one of our videos on Johnson Files, <laughs> which you can find from a couple years back. But, um, she, she, when I went to bed, I feel under my pillow and one of our kitchen knives is under my pillow from when I was out of town. She was keeping <laughs> a knife under my pillow Yeah. and then she left it there. And then I'm looking at it and the handle is facing away from her, like towards my side of the bed. So I was like, in the video, I'm like, Nicole, this is facing towards the intruder. Like, it's like you're handing him a weapon. Like, you can't even grab this. The blade is facing you. Like, what were you going to do with this? Oh, I just laugh about that all the time. Like, what she thought that knife facing her was going to do when somebody broke into the Listen, house. Listen, it made me feel safe. It was a comfort thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, I was trying to think of a good story. Honestly, my favorite is just Sean is, which I kind of have highlighted on John's files. He is deathly afraid of bees. And I always ask, did something happen as a kid? Like, you know, some trauma, but he runs from them like a five-year-old runs from like a dog. <laughs> it's so funny. And more wasps. I mean, okay, wasps, wasps more than like bees. that makes they're it sound just, better. They're just sinister. I mean, look at <laughs> the way. They are scary. The way their little legs kind of dangle, I just... Okay, I think we can they're... go on and on about wasps. Seriously, I mean, I, I just think they are so disgusting and so horrible. It's just so funny, because obviously, yeah, they're, like, annoying, but Sean will, like, run away. Maybe cry. No, you don't cry. No, I don't cry. No, not yet. Just feel like it. Well, you two, this was just 
such a fun time for me. I'm really grateful for what you provide on the internet, which can be such a dark hole of misery and like people just sucking you in. And you too, you brighten up so much more than just the internet. I can't thank you enough for what you do and who you are and how openly you share the hard too. So thank you very much for being on my show. Thank you, thank Monica. You. It was it's great. Been so fun. These two truly did make me choke up a couple times. I was so blown away by their authenticity, their willing to share, and the lessons they had for all of us. Regardless of what trials you are facing in your life, I hope that you turn to others. I hope that you turn internally into yourself and really acknowledge the pain you're going through so that in turn, <laughs> in turn, in turn, you can move forward in ways that are really going to help you face what you are going through with more light and empowerment. That is what I see in Sean and Nicole. Their willingness to share the hard, to face the hard, to be real, and to find lessons that help them move through it. Thank you, Sean and Nicole, for being on the show for me today. If you love this episode like I did, make sure you share it. I have a goal of getting to a half a million downloads by mid-November to celebrate our two-year run of the show. We are well on our way into the 400,000s by now, and the best thing you can do is to share it, whether it's personally or over social media. Any way you do it, I just can't thank you enough for doing that. You are why I am here. You are why I offer this podcast for free every single week. It is a joy to me. It is a work. And it is something that has given me so much purpose and things to work on myself. So thank you for being a part of this wonderful community. I'll see you next week for another great show. And until then, remember life is about progress, not perfection. So don't take yourself too seriously, folks, and find something to be silly about and laugh about today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.